0: Welcome to my first episode of Heart to Heart. I am so excited that I am starting this podcast. It's something that I've wanted to do for a while now and I felt like with season two of My Unorthodox Life coming out, it was the perfect time for me to start this journey with you guys. I have gone through so many changes in the past year. I feel like I have experienced things that a lot of people go through and I wanted the opportunity to have a platform where I can share those things in a longer format. Instead of just making a TikTok or Insta stories or writing a post about it, I felt like podcasting was really the perfect way to go. So, for my first episode, we are going to be talking about breakups. I went through my first breakup ever last year. It was miserable. It was horrible. Heartbreak is a real thing. Like when people say heartache, heartbreak, it's a physical feeling. And I never really related to that, obviously, because I hadn't experienced it. When I would listen to the songs and music about heartbreak and heartache, I was just like, that sounds sad, but I couldn't relate to it. And then when I went through a heartbreak of my own, I was like, okay, I get it. And of course the Taylor Swift album dropped when I was going through it. So I was just like really in my feels. I want to share some tips with you guys. I got a lot of questions about how I experienced my heartbreak and how I was able to move on. There's so much to unpack here, but I wanted to focus on a few topics and take it from there. So here are my tips for you guys. I think that it is so important to be in therapy. That is going to be my number one tip for you guys. Before I went through my breakup, in order to really prepare myself to take that step, I started going to therapy and my soul reason for going was to number one help me have the clarity if i was making the right decision and number two how could i go through this insane life change and get out of a relationship that i felt like i was ready to leave and it was so helpful and i really really encourage you guys to take that time for yourself to focus on you therapy is definitely a luxury it's not something that everybody can afford There are platforms like BetterHelp where you can get more affordable therapy or see if your insurance covers it, but you need to be speaking to someone who is caring solely about you. It's really nice to have the support from your friends and your family, but having someone that's unbiased completely and you're just sharing your side of the story, I think, is really helpful and impactful and helped me have the courage to just take that step to get out of the relationship. And once you are going through the breakup, it's really important to have that support from somebody to make sure that you're taking care of you throughout the whole process. When you are going through a breakup, it is your time to be selfish and focus on yourself. You need to take that time to think what is going to be the best steps for me that I can take care of my mental health. Mental health should be your top priority because you are already feeling so much stress, anxiety, loneliness, You're going through changes and it's the time that you need to make sure that you're okay. Now, how do you go about doing that? The most important thing is to surround yourself by people who lift you up, who make you happy, who are positive impacts in your life. And you may need to reevaluate your friendships and the people you surround yourself with, maybe even your family. It depends on your situation, but to be with people who are a light to your life, who make you feel good when you're around them. I remember my mom when maybe it was like in a month and a half after the breakup and she was like, you seem so sad still, like you're with your family, we're on vacation. Can't you smile? You always seem like you're having fun with your friends. And I'm like, yes, when I'm out with my friends, I try my best to be in that positive, happy mindset. I'm with people who are lifting me up. I'm having fun with them. I'm trying to live in that moment and then when I'm home by myself or with my family who knows me the best and I don't feel like I have to like turn myself on I'm still really sad it's important to have those times when you can be out with your friends and be able to let loose and try to focus on being happy because let me tell you that is going to be a challenge and that is a challenge when you're going through a breakup so for me I think that I had to really evaluate my friendship specifically because I had been in a 10-year relationship. Majority of all of my friendships were either couple friends or friends I had made while I was in a relationship. I didn't really know how to rely on anyone else. My ex was my world, he was my best friend, and I had made most of my friendships With him, my biggest challenge was relying on those friendships. How do you go about doing that? If you can keep your couple friends, both of you still be friends with everyone, hallelujah, good for you. For me, when I was going through that time, being around other couples was really hard for me. I did not want to see love. There were definitely points where I'm like, fuck love. I don't want to do this. Why do people fall in love if it hurts so much when it ends? And I remember saying this to a girlfriend and she was like, Let's reevaluate that in a little bit of time. And I'm like, no, like I'm never doing this again. It fucking sucks. I feel miserable. You need to think about what's important to you. For me, being around my couple friends was too hard for me. I needed to be around my single friends and focus on those relationships because that's what I needed at that time. And I think that it's okay to be a little bit selfish and to have those conversations with your friends that are couples or your friends that trigger you in some way and be like i love you as a friend i really value our friendship but right now being around you just reminds me of what i'm missing my friends that i had made with as couples that we shared even the girlfriends when i would be around them it was hard for me to not remember every single situation that we had been together that ben and i were a couple together and that we were experiencing those memories together And then they would go home to their husbands or their boyfriends and I was going home alone. It was just too hard for me. I remember talking to my therapist about this and I'm like, I feel bad. I don't want them to think I don't care about them. And she was like, if they are true friends, then they will understand that this is your time that you need to focus on yourself and it has nothing to do with them. And it didn't have anything to do with them because I was hurting and I was just trying to do anything that I could to feel a little okay. Focus on the friendships that you feel safe in. And to the people who are triggering you in any way, you need to have that conversation with them. Either try just taking a step back if you don't need to address it, great. Or tell them, I really value our friendship, but right now I need to focus on being okay and being with you just reminds me of what I lost. Hopefully they'll be good friends They'll just check in with you and be like, we're thinking about you. We would love to hang out when you're feeling ready. And some of my friends did that. And I probably didn't really talk to them for a few months. And then when I was feeling okay, and they were still checking in, I was like, yes, I'm ready to hang out. And I really, really, really appreciated that they gave me the space and understood that I needed time to process and grieve. It had nothing to do with them. And now we're really close again, and I'm so thankful that I made that decision because I think it was exactly what I needed in that time. I needed to be with single people. I did not want to see love. I remember I went with my family away after Thanksgiving, and Miriam and her girlfriend Natalie at the time were so cute and lovey-dovey, and it was fucking hard for me to see and it wasn't that I didn't want Miriam to be happy or I wasn't happy for her and her relationship I was just mourning my relationship and I was mourning the death of having somebody that I went on vacation with and I was able to be lovey-dovey with and happy with and in love with I remember she came to me and she was like I feel like you're not spending time with me did I do something I was like no you didn't do anything like I'm just not okay right now. I feel bad that I don't feel good about being around you and your girlfriend right now because it's painful for me. Because that's a shitty feeling, like you don't wanna not be happy for people who are in love, but at the same time, it's just really hard and triggering. Make those boundaries, guys. Make those boundaries for yourself. I was that person who would Google, how long does it take to get over a breakup? I read lots of articles because I'm a research girl. Let me tell you, every article said time, time, time. And I'm like, fuck time. I don't want time. I feel shitty right now. I want a better answer. Coming through it at the other end, I will say time does heal all wounds. It will get easier if you're going through it right now. I'm sorry. I feel for you. My heart is with you. But I want you to know as time moves on, you will start to feel okay. I had this crazy reflection because it was just thanksgiving i went through my breakup right before thanksgiving last year and i remember thanksgiving was the first like major holiday that we had celebrated alone i was really sad and i felt lonely and down and like something was missing and now a year later celebrating thanksgiving two of my girlfriends came with my family it just felt normal i didn't feel lonely i didn't feel like i was missing anything and i was like wow like i have come so far in this past year so there's light at the end of the tunnel for you if you're experiencing this right now the other thing that my therapist really encouraged me to do was to not keep myself too busy because if i'm not going to be spending time in my apartment alone being miserable. Let me go out. Let me try to distract myself. And distraction is great. I think it's important. But she was like, you can't be out every single night. You need to have a night where you sit in your feelings and you feel alone. Digest and unpack. It's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to be miserable. I think in the beginning that was a really hard challenge for me because I was just reaching out to people that I had met through social media. Hey, want to grab dinner. Let's get coffee trying to keep myself busy so that I didn't have to sit in my feels. I made myself a pack that I would stay in at least once a week. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot of time, but for me, my natural regular schedule was always going out and being busy. So I had to like make that time to sit at home by myself, order in food and keep myself occupied with my feelings. And that was really shitty. And I did not enjoy those nights, but I think it's so important looking back now to have that time to sit and process because if you just distract yourself, you don't give yourself the time and patience to be sad and cry and be miserable, then it's going to come up for you down the line because you need a process. And if you don't process then you're never truly going to move on. Be okay with sometimes saying no to something because you're just not feeling up to it. Be okay with embracing when you're sad because I think for me, once I started to feel a little bit okay and then something would happen, I would be like, oh my God, I'm feeling sad again. I wanna cry. You know, push down those feelings. Don't feel right now. You're in a good place. And then I had to have that chat with myself and be like, no. If you start to get in your feels, embrace those feels, address them. Maybe you cry for 10 minutes, or maybe you stay in that night, and then the next day or a little bit of time passes and you get back out there because you can't be moping around all day, sitting in your bed and crying forever. You need to get yourself back out there, but in order to truly move on, sit in your feels. I promise it will help you move on and process. The next thing I'll say is that it is okay to still miss the person and love the person that you were with and also be moving on. I have been single for over a year now and that doesn't mean that I don't miss my ex sometimes. The experience we shared and having that best friend because they were a big part of your life or maybe they're a small part of your life but... That doesn't take away from you moving on from them just because you sometimes miss what you had for them. Someone had sent in, will you ever stop loving that person? And I think that love is such a large word because it can mean so many different things and be on so many different levels. That was probably like a month or two ago, I was walking and I bumped into My ex, we were chatting. Every time I bump into him, it's so nice. We catch up. I ask about his family. He asks about mine. I always enjoy those moments. We're probably chatting outside for like a good half hour. And then I was like, okay, like I really need to go. And I walked away and I was like, bye, love you. And I wanted to die in that moment because I was so used to for 10 years of my life saying bye, love you. It just like automatically came out. And I remember in the beginning when we had split. If I would talk to him and hang up the phone, I like felt that, ooh, every time I would hang up and like didn't say I love you at the end of the conversation because that's what I've always done. This time when I saw him, we had a really nice conversation. So it was just like a happy experience. And I was like, bye, love you. So I turned around and I'm like, fuck. I just said that I want to die. And he was laughing and I'm like, I I do love you. Not like that. I was like, do you not love me still? And he's like, no, of course I do. Yeah, like in a different way. So it's okay to always have that love for that person, even if you're not in love with them, don't want to be with them. Because I will always have love for him. He was a huge part of my life. That love has just changed into a different way. I'm able to look back at my relationship in a loving way. You don't need to stop loving that person just because you moved on from them. I was going through this time and I was miserable. My mom said to me, I think you need to get laid. Now you guys have seen my family. We are very sex positive. I am very thankful that I am in a house where... That is something that is open and talked about and expressed. And I think that everybody, everybody's timeline is different. Some people need more time and they're just not interested. And I think for me, because I was in, I was married for nine years. So for nine years, I had consistent sex. For me, I really miss just like that physical act of being with someone. So I think my timeline was maybe different than other people's timeline. I think I waited the time I did because number one, I wasn't ready. Number two, I didn't like want to be disrespectful to my relationship. So I felt like even if I was super horny and did want to sleep with someone, I didn't feel comfortable taking that step. But then I got to a point where I was like, you know what, as they say, the only way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Obviously, a lot more steps in between. I do feel like when I took that first step of having sex with somebody, and I don't even want to say intimate because it wasn't like an intimate experience, more of like a physical experience, and I'll definitely unpack that in a different episode, that really helped me start the moving on process because no longer was I being miserable on my own, going out with my girlfriends. Now we're bringing boys into the mix. Having male attention for me it fun. It was a great distraction. I was scared to take that step, but once I did it, and I remember the first time I was having sex with someone because also remember, I was a virgin and I got married. So, when I slept with someone again, I never done it with anybody else. So, like my fear was like am I actually good at sex? Like I don't know. He's never slept with someone else either. So, we're both kind of like Our only people and we have nothing to compare it to. So I was a little nervous about that. I remember though, while I was doing the act, it felt like an out-of-body experience. But when it was done, I felt like this sense of relief that I had taken one step closer to moving on because I had let someone else in, quite literally. Once you feel you're ready to have sex and get out there or even just flirt with somebody, it's a really important step to the moving on process. Don't expect yourself to like be out there and going out all the time because that can be really intimidating. I honestly hooked up with someone before I went on a date with someone because I was not ready to like go on a date and get ready to meet someone else. I wanted it to be a very casual, I'm out, you're out, we meet up, whatever works for you. I'm just sharing my personal experience and what worked for me. To me, going on a date with someone was way scarier. I just wanted like the physical act and nothing else. And it was a one night stand. I'm really thankful for that because I think if it was something that I would have to see the person again, it would have been like too emotional for me and sensitive, if that makes sense. I think it's really important to have your alone time to not jump back into a relationship you need to be single for a little bit when you get out of a relationship especially me I was coming out of a 10-year one so obviously I needed more time and that time is going to be different for everyone but I think that you need to make it clear to yourself and to maybe people you are dating and seeing that you just got out of something and you're not looking to hop back in. You may feel lonely and be like, I wish I was with someone right now. But even if you're feeling that way, make sure that you take time to be single, to feel okay being single, and to feel okay being alone. Because until you gain that feeling of independence, you're never truly going to be able to give yourself over to another person emotionally. I'm all about Mental health, emotional health, being emotionally available. And when you first get out of a relationship, I'm sorry, but there's no way that you're emotionally available to let someone in. It's just impossible. If you do do that, I think you're going to regret it because something's going to happen and you're going to realize that you didn't process your relationship fully and you didn't give yourself that time to be single and issues are just going to come up. So, as hard as it is to not jump into something new because you miss having a person, The best thing that you can do to make your next relationship successful is to take time to be single. And that doesn't mean that you can't be going out on dates. Once I felt ready to start going out with guys, I started going out. I don't think that I like put it out there on a first date immediately like, hi, I'm not available. I did put it out there that I was recently single, that I was just open. That was my line. When guys would be like, oh, what are you looking for? I was like, I'm open you know, I did just become single. I'm just out here trying to have a good time and see what happens. Because I think saying that like you don't want anything indefinitely can be a little rude maybe to the person, but saying that you're open gives the relationship like no expectations. Obviously, if you're talking to someone and they do want something more, then I think it's important For you to be honest with them and be like, listen, like I just got out of something. I still need time to explore me. I would love to continue talking if you're open to that or tell them you need to revisit it. And I think being honest with people is really the best thing that you can do for you and that person because it's not fair to drag someone along with you when you're figuring your shit out. You would never want someone to do that to you. Try to think about it, roles reversed. If you started seeing someone and They realize that they weren't emotionally available. You would rather them tell you like, listen, I'm not ready for a relationship. Even if that's shitty to hear and shitty to feel and you really like them, maybe they'll come back when they're ready because right now they're not in a place that they can be there for you. I hope that you gained some helpful tips on how to move on from a breakup. I hope that you subscribe, follow. If you have any topics you guys want me to focus on, please DM me on Instagram, at Heart. You can follow me there. Follow me on TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, at Heart across all platforms. Until next time on Heart to Heart.